Peter Dowdell joins me. Good afternoon to you, Peter. I, I, I'm one of those who's wondering about communions. I have a communion myself. Oh, in May so as well, is it? You've got to, you've got to, in May, yeah. You've got to presume that you can't. Yeah. I, I wonder, I wonder, I know you're probably talking about it all day, but I, 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 it's going to be interesting to know what happens with the schools. I can't see them going back before September myself. So the, is, is everyone going to have to repeat the year that they're in, I wonder? Because they've missed, yeah, if they don't go back till September, they've missed, mm, well, nearly half the year, yeah. Well, if you're leaving, sir, I mean, yeah, yeah. you know, it's just, it's going to be, and I have a nephew who's, who's got love and facing into leaving, sir, and, you, you know, like, I don't see any other way around it. Well, particularly for the exam students, whatever about the children in primary school, they'll yeah, just like they'll, repeated, they'll pick up. If you repeat it for the exam students, obviously it has a knock-on effect all the way down the line. That's true, you made, that's, you know true. I mean? that's true, that's yeah. true, yeah. But then there's a, there's a whole new lot coming in. Yeah. Well, yeah. Do they stay in Montessori? It's yeah, it's, one, yeah, yeah. I tell you, the world is looking like a very different, will look like yeah. a very different place at the end of this. Now, the one thing I have been saying to people who are self-isolating and people who find themselves at home that are normally not at home, this is a good opportunity to look at your garden. Well, do you know, it is, Trish, absolutely. And without meaning to sound, sound whatever, I don't know what way I'm going to sound, but we have to take this. It is, these, these are incredibly strange times. We have to take what we get and we have to, to make the best out of it, how, however we do that. And yet, actually, if you are lucky enough to have the luxury of outdoor space and a garden, use it because that is such an asset you can go out number one you can obviously grow your own food and become some bit sustainable yeah. but there is and these aren't just words that I come out with time after time after time there is great great mental health benefits to being out in the garden working and I'm not just I'm not just repeating this I'm not, I'm not paid by the gardening industry to, to, to advertise gardening as a hobby but the benefits you get from just being out working with the soil touching plants and you know, none of us want to be locked up for the next three weeks or three months or, or six months, whatever it's going to be. But if we have to, we have to. It's also me on Facebook or you're on that says our grandparents were asked to, you know, to go out to the trenches and fight and die. We're yeah. being asked to, to, to stay at home and sit on the couch. You know, I mean, it, it, we have to get real about this. If this is what we have to do, we have to do it. But the garden is going to play a huge, huge role in in helping a lot of people over the next few months. And parents are scratching their heads trying to come up with things for the children to do. Yeah. This is a time for planting, isn't it? You can get. But you know what? From, from that point of view, from the time of year, I'm not going to say this couldn't have happened at a better time because that's a desperate thing to say. But from the gardening point of view, and if you are at home, yeah, you are. Like this isn't November. You're slap bang at the time of the year. You can get a few raised beds out there, get some soil in, get sowing some vegetable seeds, some flower seeds. We're at the perfect time of the year that the kids can start doing, and adults can start doing this, and. Uh, you know, we'll be able to enjoy them and maintain them during during the next few months and harvest them in, in the in the summer, late summer and autumn. So, yeah, from that point of view, it's a great time to start the garden. Be, be you a child or an adult. Don't be scared to, if you're an adult who's never tried it before. Give it a go. Yeah, why not? OK, let's get straight into questions. Now, breathe in you all. And John Paul says she spelt out the name of this uh, plant. Eremorus Reuter hybrids. Uh, can I plant them now? Would the frost take it still? You'd be a bit, I'd be a bit slow, be a bit careful. The Remorous lilies, they're the foxtail lily. They produce these stunning uh, spires of flower in late summer, Trish. Uh, I would, hard to know whether we're going to get frost or not. You just know there is a frost forecast for tonight, funnily enough. Well, I'd be more concerned with the foxtail lilies. Uh, with the, 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 the wet soil. They do like a very well-drained soil and hot, hot, sunny position. 
can't do much about the sunny position, but we, we, we can do a certain amount about the well-drained soil. So at the moment, even the best drained of soils is waterlogged because we've had so much rain. So I wouldn't be planting them out into the soil, any soil really yet. Start them off, though, by all means, in pots. You know, plant them into pots so that they can start growing with a view to planting them out into the garden in, in, in a few weeks' time when hopefully the soil will have dried out and the risk of frost has passed. So you could start them as a short answer, but do so in pots. Don't plant them into the ground yet. OK, Tess says, hi, question for Peter, please. When heathers finished flowering, can you move them? They're in the same location for about the last six years. I thought there was going to be another part of that question. So when heathers finish flowering, the, the, the best advice I can give to anybody growing heathers if you don't prune them and cut them back, they will get leggy and woody. So whenever they finish flowering, because you can actually get a heather from flower to every single month of the year, Trish, if you choose your varieties right. So whenever your heather is finished flowering, cut it back. Keep it good and green and, and compact. No, it's, so that, that, that rule will work. But the, the, the question she's asking, no, it's not going to follow like that. So uh, you can only move heathers the same as every other plant, really, November to February during the winter of the year. So forget about what time of the year it flowers. You can only move it during the winter, so November to February. I'd say if you risk moving it now, you could lose uh, it. I'd say you'll lose it, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and the fact you've had it for six years, Tess, hang on for another year. Yeah. Hi, question for Peter, please. Um, I bought some bulbs lately, dahlias, gladiolia. Is it okay to plant them now in containers uh, or would you need a plastic cover? No, 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 no. It's exactly the same as what I was saying about the remorous. I certainly wouldn't plant them in, well, I mean, with, with dahlias and gladiolus, you might be safe enough to plant them into the soil. But planting in containers, absolutely fine to do that now. And don't be a bit worried about the cold with them because the cold won't have any effect on them at this time of year. It's totally natural for them to get some cold because that, that can actually start spurring them into growth. So that plant away. Newland Bantry says, Hi, Peter. How do you get rid of grub worms out of the lawn as the birds are picking them and it's just black earth in patches now in the areas of the lawn? The best product to use there is a thing called Super Nemos. It's, it's a nematode, so it's a biological control product, Trish, which means it's perfectly organic, totally organic and perfectly environmentally safe. You're introducing a, a, a parasitic nematode, which may sound desperate, but what you're doing is introducing this nematode, which feeds on the grubs of leather jackets and vine weevil and other soil-borne pests, uh, which are what's in there. Um, so Super Nemos, I'm hesitating now because I think it has to be 10 degrees before it will be effective. So normally kind of end of March onwards is when you'd use it. But that's what I what I would do. And I suppose in a blatant bit of self-promotion, I'm often asked where you can buy Super Nemo's. And uh, I, I now have it available on my own web store, which is theirishgardener.com, as you know. Um, I'm just getting bits and pieces up. Um, so the Super Nemo's. But it won't. it's available to purchase on my web store, but it's not available yet because it's not 10 degrees. Okay, so hold off. Uh, Peter, is it okay to plant tomato seeds in a propagator in a glasshouse? Yes, it's certainly too early to start them off outside and even probably uh, without without the, the, the little cover of a propagator, it's probably still a bit too cold. But yeah, from the, in a propagator in a glasshouse, absolutely, yeah. And someone else says, hi Peter, is it too late to cut back pinks? I'm assuming carnations? Yeah, no, you're right. Uh, no, it's not too late at all to cut them back. And in fact, they're another one that are prone to getting leggy and woody, a bit like when I mentioned the heathers earlier. So do cut them back to prevent them getting that leggy, scrawny look. But when you're cutting them back, make sure you do leave leaves below your cut or else they'll, they'll just die off. John says, it's raining every day. Would you still suggest going out to the garden? Absolutely. What's wrong <laughs> with the rain? What's without, without it, we'd be bothered. Uh, no, I, the rain wouldn't put me off. The rain wouldn't stop me. Definitely not. Okay, and Mike in Bantry says we also need to remember to feed the birds. 
Yes. Birds need uh, feeding at this time of year. Birds do need feeding and the more beneficial wildlife like that that we can bring back into the garden and the more we can restore the natural balance so we've a healthy supply of predators and wildlife in the garden, the better our gardens will be and the less chemicals we use, the better. Sean and Carrigaline, is it too late to split hostas? They're in a pot and they're getting pot bound. I'd say no. I mean, the textbook advice I would say is ideally, again, you'd have it done in February, <coughs> excuse me, Trish, um, or you'd have it done in November, anytime between November and February. But if you haven't done it yet, uh, I would certainly do it now, particularly in a situation where they're in a pot, they're getting pot bound, they won't thrive there this year. So do take them out and split them, but do it sooner rather than later. Hi, listening to your gardening slot, um, I have been out in my garden feeling the soil. I have big plans in the pipeline. I can't wait. Could you ask Peter, where can I buy a packet of living stone daisy seeds? Do you know what they are? I do, I do. Medan Brantham, living stone daisies. Um, I'm not certain, but another bit of faith and self-promotion, I'm putting up flower seeds on my theirishgardener.com in the next couple of days as well. I, I think I'll have living stone daisies. Certainly have a look at have a look at the website, contact me through it if you want, and if, if they're not on it, I'll see if I can get them for you, if I can see it, if I can find out who does have them. Okay. And hi Peter, is it okay to prune prune my flame of the forest and clematis? They're now in bloom as both are getting too large, thanking you, says Geraldine. It's okay to prune them, but just not right now, Trish. So yes, they will both respond to pruning. Uh, with the flame of the forest, first flame of the forest, uh that produces beautiful new red growth just coming into that time of the year now where we, we get that gorgeous red growth. And of course, as sure as anything, talking about frost the day after, it gives us some red growth. We get a hard frost, <laughs> Murphy's Law. But anyway, yeah. um, so I wouldn't prune it now because it will also produce these lovely Lily of the Valley type flowers quite soon. And if you prune it now, you'll miss them. So wait till the flowers are gone, then prune away. And you can prune that quite hard to keep it in check. The clematis is in flower now, which means it's an early flowering form. So that flower next spring on growth produced this year, if you understand what I mean. Yeah, I do. So I do. When the flowers of this year are finished, cut it back immediately as hard as you want. Really go as hard as you want with it. And all the growth it produces this year after you've cut it back will be next year's flowers. Okay. Listen, have a good week. We'll talk next Wednesday. And you all oh, just about uh, probably needs doesn't need to be said, goes without saying, but uh, all the talks that I was scheduled to do in Cork, Sligo, Mayo and Dublin over the next Okay, well, we'll we'll, we'll chat with you next week, Peter. Mind yourself. Take care. Bye-bye. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.